0: What's going on, guys and gals? It's Eight Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All Star Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, You are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, "You said people gonna die." The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under twelve parsecs. So, no one to stop us this time.
1: What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 336 of the So Is Her Podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. With me this week, I've got the entire crew. First, we have back from assignment, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield.
2: I'm busted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan
0: what is going on everybody welcome to the show
1: and the man the myth the legend direct from youtube mr adam Wallyhawk. hey thanks for having me back well you're part of the team so you're kind of stuck with us (laughs) all right (laughs) one
2: of us one of us
1: (laughs) (laughs) you are listening to so wizard podcast where four friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the geek world all-stars podcast network this week, it's all about the best year ever, 2020, as we review our best and worst of the year in TV, film, and hot chicks and guys. But before we get into all that, Aubrey, we have missed you. Where the hell have you been?
2: I have been in bed. This 80-year-old woman decided to hit my car. Um, while wow, you were in it. Well, I was in it, yeah, and then she hit it again. So she wow, hit it. Were. Yeah, she T-boned me, I spun, then she hit me again. And uh, it fucked my day up.
1: And a lot of other things. <laughs> it did, yeah. But you're okay now.
2: I'm getting there. I have physical therapy uh, three times a week to because my spine is uh, sprained and my shoulder is sprained. So I, I have to go to physical therapy three times a week. And uh, But I'm getting there. That's the worst that happened, so...
1: Well, Noah wasn't in the car, so.
2: No, but he saw it. <laughs> so he was in the car with Josh, and they had just taken a right, and I was going straight. And of course, Josh just happened to look in his rearview mirror and was like, oh shit, and turned around. And I was stuck in my car, so Noah didn't know. Like, nobody knew if I was okay or not until the firefighters got there and got me out of the back of my car. So he saw the whole thing.
1: Great. Well, now that he's traumatized, um, <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Watch Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four.
2: I did watch Wonder Woman actually while I had a concussion. <laughs> um. So it. Did you,
1: it did you suddenly remember the ability to turn things invisible?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> Steve took me
2: at least like three or four intervals to finish it.
1: Steve. I lost a coffee cup. <laughs> All right. Well, we are glad you're back, Aubrey, and we're glad that you're okay. And we can't wait to hear your picks for this year, especially for, <laughs> if you're in a concussed state of mind. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Markellis, how are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I realize uh, as I was going through my list trying to figure out uh, like what movies I actually saw this year that were actually good. And I realize I haven't really watched a lot of movies because I've been spending most of this year watching the news. Like that's where that's where I spend hours and hours looking at a screen. It's not for movies, it's just seeing what's going on with the world between the pandemic, um, the protest, uh, and everything else that's going on. So I've been in a mad scramble these past, I don't know, three days to watch try to catch up with as many older movies from this year. Uh, that I missed. So, you know, hoping that I'll catch some kind of uh, diamond in a rough that I can add to my list. Um I did not. I did not. Uh but my letterbox uh is uh is looking it's looking a little bit beefier. So, uh, I'm grateful for that.
1: I have noticed things we watched like months ago popping up on your
0: letterbox feed
1: all of a sudden. <laughs> Marcellus
0: rated this. I'm like, "Well, we watched that like 4 months ago." <laughs> because I I have like this huge list of um cuz I always I wanted to try to write a review for everything, but and I'm like, OK, I'll go back and, and write a review for this and I'll go back and write a review for that. And then, you know, months go by and the world, you know, gets set on fire. And then I forget that I never went back to review all these things. So I'm like, all right, by the end of the year, I'm gonna at least have everything logged. So, you know, like movies like Get Duked, I completely forgot about. So, yeah, I, that, that was my main goal towards the end of this year is just get my Letterbox account uh, up to date. So there'll be a lot more coming up in the next like day or two. Awesome. Well, Adam, what's going on? It's great to have you back.
1: What's new yeah. in the world of Wally Hawk? Uh, I released a comic book, which I'm very
3: excited about. And releasing a comic book takes even more time than making a comic book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the world of social media management. <laughs> yeah. And I was like not
3: even on social media personally. So this has been a scramble. Well, tell us about your comic book. Uh, it's kind of based on the crazy crap my friends and I used to get up to in high school. And then, you know, like with a sitcom twist on it. And of course, a lot of the things heightened. Um, it's something we actually started back in like 99, just as a goof. And then as we got older, we're like, Hey, we might actually be able to do something with this. But between like me college, the guy who does the uh, outlines and the drawings, he was in the Marines. He was a cop. He's SWAT now. So, you know, life kind of got in the way of drawing comics. And uh, 2019, we just decided it's now or never, so let's give it a go, and we've been doing it.
0: Nice. I remember last year your New Year's resolution was to put out the comic book. So congratulations that you did it. Yeah,
3: thank you. Uh, taking extra time that we thought than we thought, but it actually turned out okay because now we're like halfway through the eighth issue, and the first one just came out, so we have a
1: nice backlog. Nice, nice. Well, Mark, you don't know anything
0: about that. <laughs> Less than five to six years between issues. (laughs) You know, I had, I realized when I looked at, I didn't realize this before, but I looked at the calendar a little while ago and realized it was, um, I want to say it was six years in between issue one and issue two of unhappy grandma. So I'm like, oh, you know what? We should put out issue three, you know, six years after part two. And uh, I missed that window.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, that is terrible. That's all right. That's okay. Well, we're, we're still waiting, Mark. The world <laughs> is still waiting.
0: It'll happen someday some before
1: the heat death of the universe. We'll get that <laughs> All
0: right. And Joey, how are you doing, man? Um,
1: I am in a very strange state right now. I have to tell you guys. Um, <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> no. Doesn't TifoBot live in Iowa? Or is that Idaho? I don't know. It's a state that starts with I. We'll just start driving around screaming Tifo about <laughs> out the window until we find her. Um, no, I had a quote unquote high risk COVID exposure at one of my jobs, <laughs> which means it was a person exhibiting symptoms and not just somebody that seemed fine then tested positive. So the other of my jobs uh, through human resources, after I I called and, and I told them, you know, and I was one hundred percent honest with it because. I didn't want to go in to work and infect other people. So, you know what I mean? Like that would be a dick move just because I want to go to work. So I uh, I let them know and they called me back and let me know I had to be out of work for, I think it was like 14 days at that point. I still have 10 to go as we record this. And so I, I haven't been doing anything. I've just been hanging around the house, watching TV, watching movies, reading books And my sleep schedule is fucked (laughs)
0: because
1: I usually work third shift. So I'll work all night and I'll come home. I'll sleep most of the day and go get up, do something, go take a quick nap and then head off to work again. But now it's like I don't have anything to do. So like I've been like falling asleep in the middle of the afternoon and then waking up at like 2.30 in the morning and then I'm completely awake. So I just stay up straight through until like five o'clock the next day. And like, I don't know, I got to get I'm probably going to have to re-break myself before i go back to work from this i tested negative by the way so i'm fine i don't have any covid but um i'm probably gonna have to stay up for like two days straight just to like fix my sleep schedule before i go back to work so i just been doing nothing i mean it's a weird like hazy state of like nothing seems no time matters like nothing seems to matter i have nothing pressing to do <laughs>
0: it's
1: very strange
0: you can finish up on that clone wars man get that done get that done and then start on rebels uh, as soon as i can get in front of the TV, I'll keep watching
1: stuff. So <laughs> that won't be a problem. All I've
2: nothing. been doing is watching House.
1: There you go. We have nothing but time on our hands. But <laughs> <laughs> enough about us. Marcellus, why don't you tell listeners where they can find more So Is Her Podcast.
0: Alright, so everybody can go to sowizardpodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you'll find movie reviews occasionally from me. Uh, you'll find Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu streaming picks from our buddy the awesome Adam Wallyhawk. Uh, you'll find our merchandise there. We have a tea public store. Uh, you click on the button on the website and it brings you to our store where you can get t-shirts, sweatshirts, mugs, masks, uh, coffee cups, all types of things with the Soul Wizard Podcast logo on it. Uh, Another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep on the website. Click on the big A, do your Amazon shopping, receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our tiny little podcast. Uh, You can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, You can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Uh, spotify we have a patreon page where you can support us monthly and receive bonus content from everyone here at the show uh shout out to all of our fellow podcasting buddies over in the geek world all-stars podcast and network back to you joey
1: I love it. Uh, all right. So we're not going to do any news this week. No movie reviews. We're just going to recap the best and worst of 2020. Uh, so this has been a shitty year, but we're going to try our best and we're going to get started with television. So we're going to start with the worst of television. And you don't have to have a list for this one. If you've got something on your list or you have some extras, feel free to rattle them off. But Marcellus, what was the worst television show you watched in 2020?
0: Uh, yeah, the trick about doing worst TV shows is that uh, because there are multiple episodes, you only have to watch like one to uh, not go through the rest of it. So it's tough to to do a TV show. But there was one show that I actually watched from beginning to end, and I was so pissed off at the end of it. I said I'm never watching the next season, and that oh, was wow. Warrior Nun. As cute as she is, and as good as the concept is, that final episode was the fucking worst thing in the world. So um warrior nun worst tv show of the year
1: wow okay what was the other not the main girl but the other girl that was really cute sister something or other uh sister beatrice maybe yeah yeah sister beatrice
0: Ooh.
1: <laughs> it was very attractive but that show was terrible um uh, i agree with you that show sucked balls aubrey <laughs> did you even watch that with us were you on that episode
2: I watched uh, one episode, and it pissed me <laughs> off, and I haven't watched any since. It is also on my list of worst TV
0: shows.
1: <laughs> Adam, have you seen that at all? That was on my list to watch,
3: and then I heard your episode on it, and I <laughs> it right off my list.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oof, sorry. Sorry, uh, Warrior Nun fans out there. Hashtag Warrior Nun fans out there. Uh, that show sucked balls. All right, well, we'll move on to Adam, then. Adam... What is the worst television show of 2020? Can Quibi be counted as a television show? <laughs> even though it was multiple. Stop, stop,
3: it's already dead. <laughs> but it's not Rogue who's trying to save it. That's right. Uh, but other than that, I put uh, Space Force, because I had high hopes for it, and it did not
1: deliver on any of them. I didn't watch that. I hate The Office. So uh, Unpopular opinion, I hate yeah. The Office, so uh, that's all I had to see was... From the creators of The Office, starring the guy from The Office, I don't yeah, know watching that shit—it it was bad. Was it just not funny, or what was the problem with it?
3: it? It was really just not funny. Like it seemed like they were doing a spoof of the show Space Force, but it was the show, and all the jokes you saw coming a mile away, and Steve Carell was doing some weird impression.
1: It was—it was just bad. Oof. Anything else? I know you watched a lot of TV this year.
3: I did, but um. I feel like I avoided a lot of crappy ones or I just blocked them from my memory because that's all I could come up with.
1: You got a concussion like Aubrey. It blanked your memory. <laughs> yeah. I wish I got it after Wonder Woman.
2: Don't oh, you geez. wish. <laughs>
1: kal no. Where's that? Where's that, Mark? kal no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Aubrey, lay it on us. The worst television shows of 2020.
2: I also had Warrior Nun and I had Lock and Key.
0: Oh, ooh, Lock and Key.
2: I, you know, you and Mark liked it for the ladies.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I well. had
2: nothing really tying me to it. It's a cool concept, but I think it's a much better book than it is anything else.
1: All right. And Warrior Nun you just hated.
2: <laughs> yeah. I didn't even bother watching the rest of it because it was just bad.
1: Adam, you didn't watch Lock and Key, did
3: you? I did. Um, It needed more lock and key and less high school, but
1: I didn't hate it. Okay. All right. Well, for myself, um, you guys kind of stole my thunder a little bit because my two worst television shows of 2020 that I watched. Of course, we have to, you know, I should have said this at the beginning, but, you know, Asterix, this is stuff that we watched. I'm sure there might be something a million times worse that I didn't watch. But um, Warrior Nun, which was excruciating. Uh, I don't think i I think I made it four episodes in oh wow <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't do it I was just gonna power through and finish it And I think what is it only eight or nine episodes
0: Uh, I want to say eight eight episodes
1: yeah it's not it's not long and I made it over halfway through the season and I just said fuck this shit and I shut it off. I couldn't take it anymore it was so bad it's so boring and stupid and oh my god what a shit show <laughs> I was really disappointed in that and of course, the worst television show I watched in 2020 was Lock and Key. <laughs> oh, sorry. I know. Like, I, I like the lady in the well. I'm not saying I, I don't want to, you know, Lassie to take me over the well and tell me she's in there. But um, that's all. That's an old reference for somebody out there. Um, <laughs> but uh, I got to tell you, uh, you sh- this show should have been titled High School Drama, also sometimes featuring locks and keys. Uh, Because that was really the uh, crux of what sucked about it. It was 99.9% CW level or sub CW level high school drama, sometimes talking about locks and keys and the supernatural stuff going on in the house, which was, of course, the most interesting part of the show. It would be like if Stranger Things was like 99% about what happened between the kids at school. And then maybe you saw the Demogorgon for five minutes in every episode. It was terrible. Um I didn't finish the season on that either. I think I got two episodes away from the end.
3: There's a reveal with the lady in the well that might change your mind about If the lady she's not in naked, well. it's
1: not going to change my, my <laughs> mind. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, Lock and Key is my worst television show of 2020, but of course, with the bad must come the good. So what is the best TV shows of 2020, Aubrey?
2: I had The Mandalorian, Unsolved Mysteries, oh. Sabrina, The Boys, Umbrella Academy, and Kippo and the Wonder Beasts. I think Mark would actually really enjoy Kippo.
1: What the hell is that?
2: It's an animated show where this girl has like – no one made me watch it. But this girl travels <laughs> well, also around. Also
1: made you watch uh,
2: Dino, I mean, King. The Dino-
1: <laughs> King.
2: Yeah,
1: don't that was, <laughs> No offense to Noah, but
2: <laughs> and this this is actually very like Avatar esque. Um,
1: You're not selling it here, Oprah.
2: I might be to Mark. Oh yeah, you <laughs> said. Oh oh wait, you mean <laughs> Avatar:
1: The Last Airbender? Not <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: right. So it, it's like this girl has these powers to become an animal. Um, but she doesn't quite know how to control them and her parents do, but they've been stolen away. So it's like a journey of her trying to find her parents and control these powers.
0: Cool, cool. I, I might have to uh, I'll add that to my list. I might have to keep an eye out for that one.
2: <laughs> Noah recommends it.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Noah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, excellent.
1: Uh, Ellis, how about you?
0: Uh, okay, so, so uh, number three, I have uh, Queen's Gambit. Uh, starring Anya Taylor Joy, and uh, it is—it's only eight episodes, but it's fantastic. Uh, number two, I have the boys, boys, boys. Mm. There we go. Uh, and number one, the season was good, but the final episode was the complete icing on the cake, and that is the Mandalorian. It probably—it probably, it probably would have been number two, but um, that final episode is just filmmaking at its best. So, uh, Mandalorian gets the number one spot this year.
1: All right, that's two big votes for Mandalorian. Adam, what do you got for the best of television in 2020? Well, to not
3: bury the lead, uh, Mandalorian was definitely, hands down, my favorite. Uh, I can also echo Boys and Umbrella Academy. I also really loved Barbarians. I don't know if you guys saw that on Netflix. It was a German-made show about ancient Rome. No, I did not even no, heard of you're it. You're on a lonely island on that one, Adam. <laughs> really, really good. Really well done. Um, Special shout out to Lovecraft Country and Ted Lasso.
1: I still haven't watched all of Lovecraft Country.
3: It kind of falls off as you go, but it's fun.
1: I know
0: the first episode was great. So. <laughs> Did
1: you watch all of that,
0: Mark? I am officially halfway through it. I'm working my okay. way through it.
2: Right. I even started it.
0: <laughs> oh, man. If I'm falling behind Aubrey in something, <laughs> <laughs> great shame. I
1: brought great shame upon my house. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. So my top shows of uh, 2020. Let's see. So I just finished, uh, and this is kind of a spoiler, I guess, for this month's uh, Just Joey episode of Patreon. But uh, this is a Korean horror show on Netflix called Sweet Home, which has the special effects aren't very special at times. But basically, there's a monster apocalypse and a bunch of people get stuck in their apartment building trying to survive it and it's fucking great. So <laughs> I recommend Sweet Home quite a bit. I will talk about it more on Patreon later on this month, but it's in my top shows of 2020, so you can imagine how I felt about it. Uh, Umbrella Academy season 2, of course, The Boys season 2, uh, Star Girl on the CW, which was a shockingly good television show. Not very CW, the exact opposite of Lock and Key, if I can even say that because it focuses on high school kids being superheroes instead of superheroes being high school kids. <laughs> and uh, all right, here comes the controversy guys. You ready? The Mandalorian season two, number two. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Don't get me wrong. I a hundred percent agree with everything you guys have said. It's uh, an absolute wet sloppy kiss from star Wars to fans. I've loved it for two seasons. Now it is top tier, but the best show on television for me in 2020 was ESPN and Netflix the last dance. <laughs> the documentary that you've been talking about all year. It I I kept coming back to it. When I'm making the list, I just kept coming back to it. Like, is is anything really better than this? Is anything better than this? And and the answer is no. It's it's amazing. It I think it's a bit nostalgia trip too. So I think if you weren't really around or aren't a big fan of those days of basketball, you might not enjoy it so much. But, you know, the nostalgia, the deep dive, all the information and how well it's put together, it's a great watch. So I highly recommend checking it out. Uh, It's on Netflix, I think, everywhere now. It's Netflix in America and across the world. So The Last Dance, which is about Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls, is my top show of 2020. All right. So moving on to my favorite category. And that is our woman or man crush of the year. And, of course, the rules of this category state – that someone who has already won cannot win again. Therefore, I cannot just continually pick Karen Gillan as my woman crush of the year forever. And it makes it a little fair for everybody else. Some people just can't measure up to other people. It's not their fault. It's just genetics. Um, Aubrey, who is your man and or woman crush of the year?
2: I picked Chadwick Boseman this year. Oh. I feel as though that goes... With no explanation.
1: All right. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. And let's go to Adam. We won't tell Jackie, so feel free. (laughs) Go nuts, bro. Uh, Well, it's also going to be an unknown because she's
3: from that show Barbarians. Jean Gursad. Uh, She's German, so I probably totally butchered that. But uh, super hot. She was the lead in the show. She was a badass. Looking for more. And she just edged out uh, Journey Smollett. (laughs) <laughs> yeah how do you even spell this j-e-a-n-n-e
1: g-o-u-r-s-a-u-d okay i just typed gene g and it came right up all right yeah she could get it <laughs>
0: wouldn't I kick her ready. out of bed for eating crackers yeah. all right Marcellus. Right, what stuff. do you got for us so my my woman crush of the year is uh actress who was only in a few scenes in Umbrella Academy. Her name is Amuna Troyore and she played Jill, the girl that uh that Ben was crushing on towards the middle of the season. Uh there's something about her, she was like super cute and nerdy and geeky and I, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I like her. I think she's she's adorable. But and I, I kinda kept her in my back pocket for uh for, uh, like, Woman Crush of the Year. But then I said, you know what? I'm going to – I like her. I like her style. I'm going to follow her on Instagram. And then uh, <laughs> – I'm rubbing off on you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So then I started to follow her on Instagram. And she doesn't post a lot of pictures, but she posted a few. And I'm like, oh, my God. She's gorgeous, beautiful, talented. And they completely, like, downplayed her looks on Umbrella Academy. So I was, I've been awesome. crushing on her – I've been crushing on her since that since that show ended. So, uh, she's always been crush of the year, a woman crush of the year, and uh, that's what I'm sticking with. Her name is Muna Traore.
1: All right, awesome. Well, I have a list, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, uh, number five was uh, Haley Griffith, the star of Satanic Panic, which we watched this year. I don't know if you guys remember that unfortunately i do remember that movie <laughs> <laughs> aubrey do you remember that at all
2: i forgot that it was this year
1: <laughs> well she is uh, adorable and actually really hot if you follow her on instagram um number four is our good friend and cosplayer elena strikes who is also uh rather attractive and uh, her only fans is only five dollars a month um, <laughs> <laughs> i'm shocked you've not picked her before um she was has been in the list but it's hard to get up to the top uh number three is uh twitch streamer slash ethot from tiktok uh digi princess aka pokey princess She's also very attractive and um the the number one and two was tough i've been thinking about it all day this is what i think about all day (laughs) um and this has been a tough one and i gotta tell you I think I made my decision. Uh, Number two, a actress I'm madly in love with that Adam thinks looks like a Muppet, Elizabeth Olsen. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs)
0: Yep.
1: I stand by that. Fight forever about that. (laughs) And number one, the star of New Mutants and the Queen's Gambit, Anya Taylor-Joy. And my man crush of the year is Elliot Page. Your personal MySpace friend. That's right. My former personal MySpace friend is now my man crush of the year. <laughs> that's perfect. That's that <laughs> In the least insulting way possible. <laughs> All right. So that is uh, – that's enough of that. Let's get that horniness off the table there. Um, who's the ugliest person of the year? No, no I'm just kidding. Um, so let's jump into movies, guys. We are a movie review podcast. So this is the most important category of the year. And we're going to start with – Couple of things that we always—these are not lists. So just throw one title out there, uh, Aubrey. What was the most disappointing movie you saw this year?
2: Um, I had a couple. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So <Early> Eurovision, <laughs> yeah. Eurovision was very disappointing. Um, I loved the soundtrack, and the more like I think about it, the more I love the soundtrack. But the movie itself kind of fell flat for me. Artemis Fowl, uh, it was really disappointing. It wasn't like horrible, horrible. I don't remember much of it. It had great special effects, so it was really more disappointing than anything. Uh, Wonder Woman was super disappointing. It it hurt me because I really liked the first one. And coming in at the first spot is Mulan because that movie was hot garbage. And I really wanted it to be good.
1: (laughs) Understandable, understandable on all counts. Uh, Mark Ellis, how about you? Most disappointing movie you saw this year?
0: Uh, I just want to say I completely disagree with Aubrey's list. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your picture? <laughs> <laughs> the views of uh, Aubrey Litchfield do not necessarily reflect the views of everyone else on this one's podcast. Um, so yeah, so my most disappointing yeah, seemed like a pretty good list. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. Um, So my most disappointing uh, movie of the year was Tenet. Uh, I like Christopher Nolan. I like most of his movies. He's very seldomly let me down. But I watched a movie. I didn't understand it. I came home, researched the hell out of it, uh, did all kinds of deep dives on the theories and watched all types of videos. Then I went to go see it again, and I still didn't like it, even though I understood what was going on. I don't think it works as a movie. So, uh, yeah, I was disappointed with Tenet understandable
1: adam the most disappointing movie you watched this year i had a hard time picking disappointing
3: because wonder woman was the easy go-to but most of the other dc movies have sucked so what was i really expecting (laughs) and borat the second one you're not going to recapture that magic so when it came out and it was just kind of there again what was i really expecting Uh, but i'm going to give it to wonder woman
1: all right understandable again well my most disappointing movie of the year, Markelis. you and I are on the same wavelength because I also picked tenant. I watched in the theater and, and before this is not, I'm not saying the movie sucks. This is not the worst movie of the year. This is the most disappointing movie of the year. I was expecting a six out of 10 or out of five, you know, I was expecting a, a, this was the movie that was going to save cinema. I was so excited to go see it. I like the majority of Christopher Nolan's work. The trailers looked really cool. Um, and the, the action was great in the movie and, and I liked what I could understand, but the majority of the movie sounded like this. <laughs> and I don't know what the fuck people were saying for half the movie. So I swear to God, and I, I mentioned this when we reviewed it. There is a scene where Kenneth Branagh is the bad guy explaining his plan. And I could not tell you a goddamn word he said in the entire scene. I, I don't know what the fuck he said. I don't know. And I, I couldn't believe how disappointing the movie was when I was expecting it to be great and it was only okay. So I need to rewatch it with subtitles on, but I don't think that'll still make it any different. So for me, I agree with Markella's Tenant was the most disappointing movie of 2020. But what was the most surprising movie of 2020? Aubrey, what caught you off guard in 2020 that you liked?
2: The most surprising movies for me were Sonic Because I expected it to be trash, like absolute trash, and it really wasn't that bad. I could watch it a second time and not be mad. Uh, The movie Onward, that was really well done. It looked like it was going to be really stupid, and it wasn't. It had a really good story. It had a good ending. It was just really well done. Love and Monsters, I thought I was going to be terrified, and it actually was really good, and I really enjoyed that movie. And uh, The Invisible Man. Because, again, I thought I was going to be terrified, and it actually wasn't that bad.
1: I was pretty worried.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's why it's coming in number one for most surprising. Because I really thought that I was—I went into it, and I was like, oh, this is going to be the worst. <laughs> I'm going to be petrified. And it it was really good.
1: All right. Markellis, how about you for surprising movie of 2020?
0: Uh, yeah, so the most surprising movie that I saw— for 2020 was a movie called Parallel. I wasn't really expecting that much from it, um, but I know that uh, you know you guys had reviewed it for the Patreon, um, and I didn't listen to it because I used, you know when you <laughs> get to the spoiler part, it's like oh I don't I don't want to know what happens, so I didn't I didn't bother listening to um, the whole thing, but I did watch the movie and when it started, I'm like oh wow there's like there's money behind this like it actually looks like a. Uh, like a decent movie, like a low budget movie, but you can see where the money went. It's a good story, good characters, uh and I liked the ending. So, I was stunned at how well the movie was put together. So, uh, Parallel was my most surprising movie of the year.
1: Awesome. Uh Adam, how about you? I also have
3: Parallel as my most surprising. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> it was really good. And Maybe it was just the poster set me off right away, but I did not expect much from it.
1: All right. I uh, I agree with you guys. Parallel was great. Um, I wish more people would check it out. I don't know how it's doing. I'm sure we will never get Parallel 2, uh, <laughs> Mirror Boogaloo, unfortunately. So, But yeah, I, I liked Parallel a lot. But unfortunately for me, the most surprising movie of the year is not Parallel. Um, it's a movie I actually had forgotten we watched this year <laughs> until I was going back. It all seems like two years, like there's like the first half of the year and then when COVID hit and then there's like a whole different year. Yep. It's like 2020 part B. <laughs> so this is a, a movie we watched, I think, right as this all started happening. And I was stunned by how much I liked it and how funny it was and surprising even watching the movie, the things that happened in it. Uh, this is The Hunt. It, it, any of you guys remember this that we watched? I think it was in April.
0: Yeah, that was my that was runner-up for Most Surprising. Oh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> what I, was that, Mark? That was my runner-up for for a Most Surprised movie. But uh, that title is actually, I didn't put it in my Most Surprising because that's actually going to come up later on in the show. All right. Well, those are our surprise movies, our disappointing movies, but there's got to be a
1: worst movie. So, Aubrey, what is the worst movie you watched in 2020?
2: All right. I'm going to start at number four. four. <laughs> all right how um, long do you have <laughs> I, <laughs> number four would be the new mutants um, i wasn't a fan i didn't, i i love x-men but this movie just fell flat it was boring i wasn't about it and then i would say the witches uh because that's a very forgettable movie and i don't remember much of it and i just remember being really bored and then I would say Tenant because I didn't have expectations for Tenant like you guys did. But the worst movie that you have made me watch this year has to be Beckman.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was stupid. It jumped around. It's cringeworthy. And I just hate that movie. If I ever have to watch it again, I will be tearing my skin off because it's just awful.
1: Well, Fat William Baldwin in a scarf is going to come and put you in an oil drum now. <laughs> yes.
2: Ten years I, from now, this will be an "I Hate You Now" watch review of Beckman.
1: I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to get a guest host for Beckman too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Those are some Backing. good picks. Uh, Mark Ellis, how about you? Worst movie of twenty twenty.
0: All right, so I got five. I'm going to go through real quick. <laughs> All right. So number five, uh, Satanic Panic. Uh, fuck that movie. Oh, come on. Garbage. That not that bad. It's hard gar- hot garbage. The
1: girl's cute, what?
0: Yeah, the girl's cute in Warrior Nun, too. That, is, that doesn't help. <laughs> All right. Uh, number four, The Witches. Um, yeah, that movie's garbage. Number three, Artemis I Fowl. I totally forgot I watched that. The Witches?
2: Yeah, yeah it's like ve-
0: it didn't even register. <laughs> I, I felt nothing the whole time I watched. It is very forgettable. It's very forgettable. That almost made my most disappointing movie because uh, I was rooting for Robert Zemeckis. I usually love his work. Uh, all right, so number four is Witches. Number three is Artemis Fowl. We already talked about that one. Uh, number two is Capone. It w- it was it was number one all year until something else booted it out of its place. <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> so number one worst movie of the year. And and I feel bad because if I was a movie producer, I would have greenlit this movie if someone brought it to me. But the execution of this movie is horrendous. It's Nicolas Cage is jujitsu. Uh, what a waste of fucking time. <laughs> I liked that. <laughs> oh, it was
1: glorious shit, Mark. It wasn't. All right. Okay.
2: Forgot we even watched Capone this year.
1: <laughs> All right, Adam, what are your worst movies of 2020? You guys saved me from a lot
3: of bad movies this year, so thank you. time you were like totally shitting on a movie, I just took it right off my list and moved on. Um, I'm going to have to give it to Wonder Woman 84. Wow. I really liked the first Wonder Woman and then they announced Patty Jenkins is going to make the Rogue Squadron movie. And then this nine and a half hour train wreck came out and there's like eight <laughs> minutes of Wonder Woman in it. I can't do it. Wow. That's, yeah, this that's movie
2: something. Was, that was bad. It's a bad movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, it's pretty bad. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was OK. Boo this man. Dot sound drop. <laughs>
3: <laughs> For the first half, I was like, hey, with some editing, there could be a decent movie here. And then it kept going and going and going.
2: See, I really liked the first Wonder Woman, and maybe that's where me and Adam are having trouble with this one and why we think it's so bad, because we both really liked it. And then I was watching it, and I was like, there's that DC editing. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Take out all the
2: parts you want to see.
3: (laughs) It also did that sequel thing where it's like, you didn't need to overcomplicate this. Just have it
1: be Wonder Woman again.
2: Mm -hmm. Yep. And the action scenes were very bad
1: very well at least it gave me my favorite gif of 2020 <laughs> when she saves those kids that are clearly mannequins and they roll through oh the street. geez yeah what a <laughs> there's, mess there's nothing more uplifting than former is really defense force member gal gadot saving arab children by shooting a missile at them. <laughs> 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 that makes me laugh every time i think about it even though it should make me cry um all right so all right i have a list <laughs> Uh, number I have six movies. So number six is New Mutants. Uh, very For all the hype and how long it was delayed and all the drama around it, it was ultimately just a boring mess. Um, if it wasn't for Anya Taylor-Joya's magic in the movie, it would probably be higher on the list. But she was amazing in the movie, and she's smoking hot. So we'll keep that there. Uh, number five, I had Artemis Fowl. I don't even know what the fuck that is I watched, but it was terrible Um, number four, I had the craft legacy, which I was surprised was not on your list. Mark. I thought that was going to be your number one.
0: Uh, no, there was still just like a little sliver of somewhat entertaining things in that movie. Nothing in the other ones.
1: That movie is a piece of shit. Uh, number three, wonder woman, 1984. Wow. Possibly the worst superhero movie I've seen in years. At least since Just Ass League, so DC is batting a thousand for me. Um, <laughs> number two, uh, she dies tomorrow, which I don't think any of the rest of you watched. Nope. Nope. It's um, uh, it's hard to describe. I reviewed it for Patreon. It's a not quite horror movie, and it is so boring that I wanted to die immediately <laughs> while watching it, and not wait for tomorrow. Uh, definitely uh, god-awful. I wouldn't even suggest to watch it as a joke. Like, it is so bad and boring. I hated every moment of life while watching it. And number one, of course, and it's been number one all year, Tom Hardy is Capone. Yes. That is a gigantic turd of a movie, just like the one in his pants (laughs) when he shits himself twice during it. So, um, what a terrible terrible movie i i legitimately stunned at how bad it was it Uh, would have been on my list
2: had i remembered that it came out this year (laughs)
1: Right, right right (laughs) awesome all right so it's time for the best movies of the year we're gonna count them down individually so we're gonna start with number five aubrey what is your number five movie the best movies not the worst not the disappointing not the surprising the best of 2020
2: um, I am going to have number five be Scoob.
0: <laughs>
2: what? <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> yes. Yep. It
0: was good. All right, Markellis, how about you? <laughs> my, my number five is also Scoob. Wow. No, I'm kidding. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. My number five is The Hunt. Uh, it's one of the first movies that uh, came out that uh, was part of the, uh, when quarantine hit, you paid $20 to rent it. So that was the first movie that I ever paid uh, out of this whole thing that we paid 20 bucks to rent. And I was like, oh, fuck, man, that's a, that's a lot of money. But the movie was like, okay. And then uh, because I had it for 48 hours, I decided to watch it again. And the second time I watched it, I'm like, holy shit, this movie is really good. Um, And now it's in my DVD library. I went out and bought a copy. So uh, if I buy a DVD, it's making a list. The Hunt in number five. Awesome. I loved that movie. (laughs) It's so
1: funny. Uh, Adam, how about you? Number five, best movie of the year. Number five is
3: Trial of the Chicago 7 on Netflix. Yeah, I just watched that. It's really, really well done. And the actors, like all of them, are firing on all cylinders. And it really elevates the movie.
1: Mm, I haven't <laughs> watched it yet. <laughs> Markellis, you seem to be backing him up.
0: Yeah, it's an excellent courtroom drama and it has like a fantastic dialogue and amazing performances. And it, even though it's long, I want to say it's like a little over two hours, but it like flies by. It's so good.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, maybe I will check it out. It doesn't sound like my type of movie, but. Um, My number five best movie of the year is Parallel. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Shockingly good direct-to-video sci-fi movie myself and Adam reviewed for Patreon. uh, And we interviewed some of the actors for it on YouTube. And uh, not just because they gave us press access to the cast, but because the movie was shockingly
0: good, I put it at number five. It is coming out on DVD, uh, I believe, this week. So, you know, if you don't want to spend like the extra amount to rent it online, you can, uh, but it'd be at Redbox this week, most likely. Nice. I
1: I highly recommend checking it out. Aubrey, number four, Scoob. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, I'm going to put number four as Defy Bloods.
0: Wow. Um,
2: I really liked the story behind it. There were some pieces of it. That I didn't like, uh, which we talked about on the show. But as a whole, the movie is really interesting, and I d- I wish that there were some pieces that were a little bit shorter and some pieces that were a little bit longer. Uh, but for the most part, I did really enjoy it.
1: Awesome. Yeah, that, I expect that to be in the conversation around Oscar time. That was just like you said. There there are parts of that movie that are. 10 out of 5 amazing and there's other parts where you're kind of scratching your head it really needed another edit but uh yeah that's a great pick marcellus uh what'd you think of the
0: five bloods i love that movie it it did need another edit though it was a little bit too long and uh, as i mentioned when we reviewed the show the the documentary scenes that they showed at the beginning were uh, traumatizing for me personally <laughs> So I don't, I don't know. even
1: remember what they were. So
0: <laughs> and I do remember they show like actual footage of um, someone getting shot in the head. Like, you know, um, oh, okay. the infamous yeah. Vietnam footage of uh, someone oh, like okay. literally getting shot in the head. And I'm like, I've, I'm done. <laughs> I've seen so many wacky edits of that on 4chan that it doesn't even faze me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen pictures. I've seen before and after pictures, but I never saw the actual footage. And that was just one of many scenes like that. So, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a fantastic movie. I'm not sure. I have to mentally prepare myself to watch it again, though. <laughs>
1: Adam, you've seen it, of
0: course.
3: Yeah, I did. I did really like it. But like you guys were saying, it needed another pass. And it kind of went from being brutally real, like what Mark was just saying, to like goofy in some ways. And it just it, it kind of like jarred me out of it a few too many times.
1: It was close. It was, a, it was one of those close but no cigar. Yeah. yeah. Movies, but I still <laughs> expect it to be in the conversation around Oscar time. Ellis, what do you got at number four?
0: Uh, So number four is Extraction, a Chris Hemsworth action movie that debuted on Netflix. Uh, Just a good, solid, uh, simple story with well-executed action and an insane like 10-minute one-shot sequence in the middle of it that just blew me away. Uh, So it's uh, just a really solid movie in this this year of shit, Uh, Extraction, number four.
1: All right, Uh, Adam, how about you at number four?
3: Number four for me was mank with Gary Oldman. It's about the writer of uh,
1: citizen Kane. Damn it. Um, Every time I see that on the Netflix, I think it says wank. And I just laugh (laughs) hysterically. That's as much as I have to contribute to this conversation.
3: It's really good. Uh, Gary Oldman is really compelling, you know, as always. And they even made it in the style of the day, you know, like the 1930s around there. So they like, scratched up the digital picture to make it look like film and they put the cigarette burns where there'd be a real change and they did a lot of cool styling things from the time but it still was felt modern
0: and i am dying i am dying to watch that movie like as soon as i get uh some time from when i finish all the other things i'm doing i'm definitely want to sit down and watch that one so (laughs) never no so (laughs) this
1: week maybe awesome 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 so far adam has the, le- the list that uh, amanda will be least likely to be screaming <laughs> at her uh, phone about um <laughs> my number four is a movie i was really excited to see but i was expecting it to be kind of shitty and it turned out to actually be surprisingly great aubrey talked about it a little bit earlier but it is love and monsters starring dylan o'brien and the lovely jessica henwick I was really surprised at how awesome and fun this movie was and it didn't end the way I thought it would which I'm not going to ruin in case you haven't seen it because it's I think it's just now coming out on disc so you can get it at Redbox instead of the $20 um, cost to rent it digitally Um, and some great effects in it and some really cool monster fights so Love and Monsters was my number four best movie of the year moving along Aubrey what is your number three?
2: My number three is going to be the Old Guard. Um, I oh. love, I love Charlize Theron, um, and I just I really liked the action sequences in this movie. I liked the ending of it, and uh, so I'm gonna give
0: it my number three.
1: All right, uh, not on my list, Markellis. What is your number three?
0: So my number three is Hamilton, uh, that debuted on Disney Plus. Uh, it, does that count though? That's what I was thinking. It's not necessarily a, um, it's not necessarily a movie that has like, uh, it's not like they took a camera and just turned it on and a performance happened in front of it. Like there is camera moves, there's sweeps, there's editing, there's a set, there's actors, there's performances. So I'm counting it as a movie. I'm counting. I'm, I'm, I, I couldn't figure out a way to not count it as a movie. So yeah, so I put it on my list. So that's number three. All right, well, we'll just remove it and put Beckman in there. <laughs> I will also no. I will also agree with that because I like Beckman.
2: <laughs> Get out. All
0: right. I actually,
1: and we talked about this on the show. Was that on Patreon or is that on the show? That was on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this on Patreon when we reviewed Hamilton. Uh, yeah, I actually liked it uh, for what it was. It's not my thing. Um, Adam, what is your thing at number three?
3: Mine is The Sound of Metal. It is on Amazon.
0: Nothing. <laughs> Damn it, No, it's a, an- another movie that's like on my long list of movies that I want to watch. That's what uh, Riz Ahmed, yeah. right?
3: Yeah, yeah, Riz Ahmed, when things. he was in Nightcrawler, I was like, oh, this is a guy to watch. And then he did that HBO show the night of, and this might be his best performance yet. It is incredible, and it just holds on to you the whole time, and I can't stop thinking about it.
0: <sighs> Adam, Adam, you're killing me, dude. I already had things to do this week. <laughs> now you got to watch all <laughs> these movies. <laughs>
1: He was uh, phenomenal in the HBO series, The Night of. Yeah, if you oh, ever man. get a chance to uh, to watch that? I watched it all in I think a day because it was so good. You watching so. it after seeing him in Sound of Metal? Yeah. So, and he was great in Rogue One, which I just watched the other day too. So. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. All right. Well, my number three is a movie we watched a little earlier in the year, uh, homage to great '80s grindhouse horror movies with tons of awesome practical effects. And some great character actors from back in the day in it. It is VFW.
0: That is That's a, to watch. That's a solid anybody. pick, dude. That's a very solid pick. I actually really love that movie. I, except for, unlike the the reason I didn't make my list is that unlike Parallel, it, it's supposed to be a B movie and it looks like a B movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you can see where the money went.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've told many people uh, to watch it, but I always tell them. If you're not feeling it within the first five minutes of the movie, you're not going to like it. Yep. Like if you turn it on and you feel that vibe of some random weird movie you're watching at like two in the morning on HBO in like 1987, you're going to love it. If you are like, what is this dumb shit? You are going to hate it. But I really, really liked it. So VFW, which I believe is still on shutter at this time, is my number three. Aubrey, number two.
2: My number two is tied for uh, Project Power and Extraction. I really wow. liked the idea behind Project Power. I think it was well executed. And I would like to see a Project Power 2. And I also really enjoyed Extraction as well.
1: Wow. I You know, I liked, I loved the action in Extraction, but I didn't feel like there was much of a great movie there. But I feel like I'm being outvoted on that, I guess.
0: Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> Yes. Yes, I am. Yep.
1: Was it Chris uh, Helmsworth's uh, Bulging Biceps that did it for you, Aubrey?
2: It always is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Markellis, what is your number two movie of the year?
0: Uh, so my number two movie is a uh, romantic comedy called Palm Springs uh, that debuted this year. It stars uh, Andy Samberg and Kristen something, Milioti. Uh, she was the mother on How I Met Your Mother when it got to the... The last few years of the uh, of the show, but uh, it's a it's a it's a goofy movie about a guy who's stuck in a time loop uh, at a wedding um, that his girlfriend's friend was going to. So he's kind of like the plus one. So he somehow gets stuck in a time loop, and then he somehow gets stuck in it with other people, uh, and it's him trying to f- accept it, and also the other people trying to figure out a way to not be in it anymore. So I don't want to give too much of it away, but it's on Hulu and it's way better than it has any right to be. Uh, It's called Palm Springs with Andy Samberg, of all people.
2: It has Andy Samberg in it. It's automatically an F for me.
0: (laughs) It was uh, surprisingly,
3: like you said, way better than you'd ever expect it to be. Yes. Thank you, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Adam, what do you got at number two? Number two is I'm Thinking of Ending Things on Netflix. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I fucking loved that movie.
0: That's another one that I'm like, I've been dying to watch. It's um um Charlie Kaufman, right? Yeah. Yes.
3: I watched it and then I basically recounted the entire thing to my wife trying to get her to watch it. And then the next day I watched it.
1: How much would I hate that movie on a scale of <laughs> one to ten? <10? laughs>
3: uh, ten being you really hate it?
1: Yeah. And one being like John Claude Van Damme is Lionheart, Uh, eight or nine. (laughs) (laughs) So at no point does anyone fight a guy with giant sideburns. (laughs) No, damn it! (laughs) All right, well we can't all be winners, guys. You know. All right, Uh, whatever the hell that is at number two from Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Adam is a cinema (laughs) atua. And that was right to Netflix. I didn't think that was a, a far reach. No, oh, that's fine. Uh, it just didn't look like something I would enjoy. So, All right. My number two is a movie that is pretty recent. We just reviewed it, I think, a couple of weeks ago, maybe six weeks ago. Really funny. Uh, not super scary, but it did have a tiny bit of horror in it. It is the body-switching comedy with Vince Vaughn, Freaky.
0: Wow. Number uh, Yeah, number two, that sounds about right for you. Yep. Nobody, <laughs> yeah, nobody high else high watched girl. this. Yeah. <laughs> what
2: was that? So it was. Hey, it's about a high school girl.
3: Oh, you guys are so. <laughs> that's high on my list to watch. I'm just not going to throw down twenty bucks for it. You didn't watch this, right, Aubrey?
2: I did watch it.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay.
2: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. boring. Oh,
0: <laughs> Marcellus, can you back enough. me
1: up on this? Anybody?
0: Uh, no. It's a. It is a really good solid movie that blends the genres but it's one of those movies that you really have to you really have to shut your brain off like hardcore to fully enjoy it you know and, and i i can you know i can shut my brain off as as well as the next guy but this one it's like you really have to you can't think about this movie at all while you're watching it. otherwise the whole thing will fall apart but for what they're trying to do it's solid I hate better you, or worse
3: <laughs> than happy death
1: day
0: <laughs> it is slightly worse than happy death day
1: Okay, because I enjoyed that enough. Well, for me, it was number two of the year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking assholes.
1: Um, Aubrey, what is your number one movie of 2020?
2: My number one movie is The Hunt.
1: Whoa!
2: I really, really liked that movie. I think that it had such a fantastic twist at the end, like, as to what it was all about. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I'm, I think it's so high on my list, too, because it's much better than I thought it was going to be. And so I was getting really excited watching it over how surprising it was. So it's my number one, is The Hunt.
1: Oh, wow. All right. Well, I, I agree with you. I really, really liked that movie, despite... Um, Emma Roberts not being in it very long um, All right uh, Markellis what is your Number one movie of 2020
0: Well this should come as no surprise to anyone Who listens to the show it's Bloodshot No I'm, I'm kidding it's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding
2: I, was gonna say, um, <laughs> I wasn't sure
1: <laughs> The, that's, the, the, the this awkward Silent pause was all of us not being 100% sure <laughs> you were kidding <laughs>
0: I'm totally Kidding totally kidding Um, I did like the movie though Uh, (laughs) so my number one movie of the year, the movie that I watched that I enjoyed the most that gave me the most feeling. I'm not saying this is the best one, but this is the one that I enjoyed the most watching is the old guard on Netflix. I think it's a really solid action movie. I think it has really cool themes. Um, I thought the performances were really good. The action scenes were really good and I'm really looking forward to the next one. So, um, the old guard is my number one movie of the year. Wow. You guys are blowing me away with these choices. Adam, what do you got? Number
1: one movie of 2020. I
3: feel like you might want to come to me last because you might ask for my resignation after. <laughs> just, just, just don't say Capone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's tenet. foul. <laughs> tenet for me. Whoa. What? <laughs> I loved it.
2: How'd you even understand it?
3: <laughs> well, one thing is I watched it at home so I could control the volume, and I will admit the sound mix needs work. Okay. I'll also admit that this was never the movie to save theaters, because there's no way that you were ever going to get more than 50% of the audience to like it. Yep. Yep. I feel like there's no one who's okay with Tenant. You either really liked it or you really didn't.
0: No, no. I'm. My grade was right down the middle to... Two and a half stars. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I didn't really hate yeah,
1: it. I gave it three stars when we reviewed it. I, I liked what I could understand.
3: Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I really liked it. Um, I thought that one scene kind of towards the beginning with the bullet on the table explained the whole gimmick of the movie. And then you just ah. needed to watch
1: James Bond with a gimmick because that's really all it was. <laughs> You have to listen, anyone out there, after hearing Adam say that, now must go listen to the Fans on Patrol review of that, and you'll know exactly why I'm laughing. So, <laughs> That was the moment when Tiffobot turned on the movies. <laughs> was it too exposition-heavy for her? Or? Uh, I don't, I'm not getting into it. <laughs> all right, all right. It's just well, like, all you're like the mirror to- universe of that. So. <laughs> <laughs> amazing amazing all right tenant number one for adam great all right guys my number one movie of 2020 was a movie that i was not expecting to be very good i was not expecting to like it as much as i did and i I tell you it has been pretty much number one on my list since i saw it back in march it's the invisible man wow
2: it was really good,
1: and it wasn't I, on any of your lists.
2: <laughs> it, it, it was on my most surprising.
0: Surprising, right. it's in my yeah, on your top five. It's in my honorable mention. Didn't make the top five. All right. Well,
2: I did immediately come home and buy the book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I just was blown away by how good this movie was, especially what I was expecting it to be as a low budget Blumhouse movie, um, and just. And we said this when we reviewed it, but just the way that the camera can linger on an empty room and have it be terrifying was worth the price of admission. And when she kicked that fucking dog dish in the first, like, three seconds of the movie and everyone (laughs) in the theater almost shit themselves. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, Invisible Man, my number one. Um, Aubrey, any honorable mentions for you?
2: Um, I would say Trolls War- World Tour.
0: <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for that to pop up. I'm like, it's got to be in the top five somewhere. <laughs> how, did, how did Scoob beat that one?
2: Up? <laughs> uh, maybe it's just because I really like Scooby Doo, but um, it had it. It had its charm to it, and I really liked all the different music genres that they showed in the Trolls. Uh, that was really funny. And uh, I would say Capone would be an honorable mention as horrible movies (laughs) because I totally forgot we watched that this year. And I'm really disappointed in my husband. (laughs) Oh, man. It's not his best.
1: (laughs) Mark Ellis, any honorable mentions for you?
0: Uh, Yeah. So honorable mentions, uh, The Invisible Man, like I mentioned before, that movie is amazing. Uh, Parallel, which we talked already about. Um, that almost made the list and then uh, a documentary <laughs> about K-pop superstar group Blackpink, uh, I gave almost five stars to it, it's an amazing documentary uh, that came in at number six on the list, so it's, it's, a, it's a really good way to see the world of K-pop without really having to understand any of it um, so it's on, it's on Netflix, it's called Blackpink Light Up the Sky Alright,
1: Adam, any honorable mentions from you? Old guard that was
3: good Um, Parallel just got edged out of my top five and, uh, I'm your woman with Rachel Brosnahan on Amazon prime. Wasn't quite as good as I thought,
1: but it was a really well
3: done and a good vehicle for her.
1: All right. I got a couple honorable mentions. Uh, the beach house, which is available on shutter, uh, is a really, it's the counter. She dies tomorrow, uh, both similar types of movie ideas, but this one's actually enjoyable to watch. Um, I had, um, on my list here, uh, Glenn Danzig's Verotica, <laughs> which is one of the worst movies I've probably watched in the last 20 years, but in the best way possible, it is the room of horror movies. I cannot, if you are into bad movies, I cannot recommend this enough. I, I'm still laughing about it like a month and a half later when I just randomly think about horrible CGI spiders or women with eyes for nipples Um, (laughs) and uh, then finally vampires versus the Bronx on Netflix Uh, not a perfect movie by any stretch of the imagination but probably the closest you're going to get nowadays to that feeling of um, monster squad Goonies uh, stranger things type stuff so those were uh, some honorable mentions for me but that is going to do it for our best and worst of 2020 let's go around any thing you want to say to the listeners out there Aubrey as you reflect on the year 2020
2: um, nothing really 2020 was a shitty year and I feel like 2021 is not really starting off that great either it's early it's early and it's still shit
1: <laughs> thank you for that uplifting statement um, <laughs> <laughs> Mark Ellis. anything you'd like to impart upon the listeners as we wind down 2020
0: Uh, Yeah, I hope everyone gets to uh, check out some of the movies that are on the list that we talked about. Maybe you're not familiar with a few of them, but if we recommend them, maybe uh, you'll put your trust in us and check something out. Let us know what you think of them. Uh, Hopefully, we'll get back into the theaters this year. Um, I did go see Wonder Woman in the theaters, and there was no popcorn. There was no snacks available because of the shutdown. Fucked up. Yeah, I was really looking forward to sitting down with a big... Bucket with Gal Gadot's face on it <laughs> and shoving popcorn in my mouth, but uh didn't get the chance. So hopefully this year with all of the movies coming out um, that are supposed to be coming out, maybe we'll get back into the theaters and hopefully when we do this list next year, there'll be some uh, really cool things for us to talk about.
1: All right, Adam, anything you'd like to impart to the listeners as we wind down 2020, uh,
3: a couple of categories we didn't cover uh, video games, Ghost of Tsushima and Assassin's Creed Valhalla are both really awesome. And the Sandman audible adaptation of the comic series is really, really good.
0: I was going to listen to that, but I think I'm just going to wait for the Netflix show (laughs) just just (laughs) because I'm lazy. Fair enough. All
1: right. Well, you know, what I'd like to impart to our listeners is that they go to sowizardpodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. So wizardpodcast.com. They should not forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or just about any pod-catching app under the sun. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube. Search So is our Podcast. Adam is slaving away at content on there. Interviews, unboxings, trailer reactions, and more. It's all free and exclusive content on our YouTubes. Check that out. Don't forget you can support us on Patreon monetarily and get extra content from the podcast that is exclusive for our Patreon superfans. Uh, you get an extra mini-sode of me talking about random stuff that we're not covering on the show. Get early access to YouTube videos. You get a exclusive episode of the podcast. We review a movie we're not going to review on the main show. And then you also now get our exclusive star wars video podcast where myself and adam will be discussing different star wars topics every month on video and uh this month we've got some news topics we cover and next month we'll be checking out the first of the new star wars eu high republic novels reading that as we speak getting ready for our book review next month so check out all that stuff wherever you want you're so wizard you can have it uh and 2020 what a shitty year uh, no movies I think the last movie I saw in the movie theater was *Tenant*, and that was in September. Before that was Sonic the Hedgehog in March. Uh, It has not been a good year for going to the movies. I'm sure you've noticed that in the content of the show. We've done a lot of streaming stuff. We've done a lot of direct-to-video stuff. We've done a lot of retro reviews. We've done a lot of Netflix stuff. I know some people don't like us doing Netflix stuff, but... Uh, we've done our best to bring you new content weekly, like we always do, and we'll keep doing it. But just bear with us; we're waiting, just like you are, for big hit movies to come back. Um, and we're we're trying our best. So you know, we're hoping for Comic Cons to return next year, or this year. Sorry, we're hoping for Comic Cons to return this year. We missed that last year. Uh, we had a blast at all those shows last year. We really seemed like we cracked the code for how to cover them on our YouTube channel. We had such great content from Adam and Mark uh, from New York Comic Con and Rhode Island. And we were really looking forward to hitting up Ace Comic Con and Terrific Con and Bing Comic Con and Rhode Island and New York again, as always. Me and Adam have talked somewhat about going to San Diego but a lot of that stuff's on hold because we don't know when the hell cons are coming back, hopefully this year. But, hey, you know what? We will be here every week for you with some kind of goddamn content, talking <laughs> nerdy news, nerdy movies, nerdy television shows, and doing it on YouTube every week as well. So hopefully you're still along for the ride with us. But that is going to do it for episode 336 of the So Wizard podcast. Best and worst of 2020. I've been your host, Joey Carlo. My co-host, the queen of all concussions, Aubrey Litchfield.
2: <laughs> I don't know you. Why you follow me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis
0: Regans. Reagans. Uh, everybody have a great week and Wakanda forever.
1: Adam Wallyhawk, the man, the myth, the legend, straight from YouTube. I'll see everyone on YouTube. yes you will we'll see you guys next week good journey